0: Welcome to When Life Stops, a podcast on finding new meaning after loss. With your host, Daytolla and Stella. We are both
1: moms who have loved and lost. Every week you would hear more about our stories, relatable interviews, as well as practical tips that you can apply to help you find new meaning after loss. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Stella. I'm so excited to be back here with you again. How are you, girl? I'm very well. Thank you. And hello to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to episode 12 of When Life Stops. Oh, shit. A podcast on finding new meaning after loss. (laughs) Stella, I can see you're really excited. I am. (laughs) If this is your first time here, Stella Mm -hmm. and I say welcome and thank you. If this is your 12th time, 11th time, 10th time, we say thank you for coming back. Yes. We are nearly at the end of season one, Stella. I can't
0: believe it.
1: And you know, it has been so humbling getting feedback from our listeners, emails, comments from you all. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel like we're part of, you know, one big family now. I know. (laughs) And we don't take it for granted that you tune in each time when we drop an episode. So thank thank you. you so much. Now, today's topic is a very lovely topic Mm -hmm. i think all our topics are lovely but i particularly like this one as a productivity coach Mm -hmm. and it is on the impacts of loss on your livelihood you know your business your job your dreams Mm. um but before we dive in we are going to go into the segment where you get to know a little bit about Stella and myself yes so Stella are you ready for the question
0: oh I'm dreading it but yeah bring it on
1: <laughs> so we're both Nigerians yeah I mean we're well <coughs> the political. the right answer is I'm British uh, British what? born Nigerian
0: uh, yeah me I'm a Nigerian <laughs> so they call so they call you yeah, know how they you. ask you where are you from originally i know right i say i am from nigeria <laughs> and they say no did you just yeah, come I'm from nigeria no when do you leave?
1: leave. like oh. really anyway so by 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 um um parents yes. or whatever origin originally we're both nigerians yes. so the question is how many nigerian states have you visited wow so tell us the number and name name the states go 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 for it
0: okay so I am from Cross River State. Mm-hmm. I've been to Ibom State mm-hmm. Oweri Enugu mm-hmm. Abia wow. uh, Lagos mm-hmm. uh, Rivers a- Abuja. Mm. It's Abuja a State. A big FCT. All right. Okay. <laughs> Play, two. <laughs> Play two Um Abia mm. and I mentioned abia twice oh but it's it's, it's plus Ogun states as well so, <laughs> so how many that's like 10. Like 10. wow so, yeah out
1: 10. of the 36 you know mm, i've been like 10. I, I, yeah, you a know? Now. yeah world traveler <laughs> so <laughs> i have been to 11 states mm? and first of all i've you know it's i look at my list and it is sad to say i have not been to the eastern part of you see nigeria so i need to make that one of my yeah, buckets. You need to come to my bucket Cross list.
0: River. Let's cook kalaba food yes, for you. Uh, yeah. girls. So
1: Stella, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> no You're, problem. We're gonna go to Rivers together. Okay. No, cross, Where? River, cross River. And can you see? We'll They're different. Them. I huh? <laughs> girl. So Lagos State um oil state i am from oil State. um kaduna my dad used to we used to travel a lot to the north I,
0: i've so, been to kaduna i didn't mention that in my list uh, so 11. keep quiet 11. i've been to 11. kaduna
1: <laughs> can you imagine you are stealing out Cardu- of my my no. state mm. i need to call my dad and it's confirm okay. this it's one all right it's okay okay so kaduna abuja since you say it's a state mm, yeah, yes. i don't know if it's a state sokoto kano mm. Oshun. Niger State, I did my secondary school in Niger State, wow. Quara State, Ocean State, and Plato State. Wow, yes, you are a world northern, northern western yes, girl. Yes, exactly. That's so so we need, I need to change that. I need to add the eastern part Yes, too. come to the east. Yeah. we are lovely. Like, no, I know. I know. With lovely food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Now, loss and mm. the impact on our businesses, jobs, dreams, mm. our productivity at work, mm. and, you know, big dreams that we, we've had. I think I first noticed that there was a link between loss mm. and work or business almost immediately. Okay when muraki O'Caleb died i literally felt that the creative part of my brain died hmm. alongside yeah. there was just this block in my head to produce anything worthwhile mm. i mean as a coach um i co i mentor and coach clients i create programs mm. that people take but i just couldn't do anything my brain just wasn't working it was as if something died mm. in my brain what was your experience with that stella did you experience anything like that
0: well to be honest mm. I'm, I'm I'm a creative I'm a mm. writer yeah. and my personality mm. I've got a bit of melancholic mm. you know aspects to my nature yeah. and for me grieve unlocked wow. um, my, my writing flow mm. in a particular way okay and that for me yeah. was an outlet yes but To get to the point where I was producing at my best, Best. Uh like when I look at where I am now, Mm. the impact I'm having, the Mm. ideas that I'm allowing to come through and the actions I'm taking, Mm. I would say that I didn't even know Mm. that that was me not at my best, you know? So grieve, I agree, does impact on your Mm -hmm. ability to be productive, be creative creative as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
1: funny on on like you even though i'm a writer as well i i mean i i've wrote a bit during my grief but in the early days i Mm. couldn't really write but Mm. with time i was writing Mm. a lot more but it wasn't anything like it was thoughts feelings Mm. all of those things so it wasn't anything creative Creative. in that sense you see what i mean yeah so yeah and and it's interesting because it is um, ironic that even though one of the grief myths which we discussed in episode two is to keep busy keeping busy actually suppresses our grief yeah. where you don't deal with the grief. Mm. And one of the things we also mentioned, I think in episode two is that a typical response to grief almost anywhere you go is reduced concentration. Oh yeah. And this in turn has a financial impact on grievers. Yeah. If you run your business, their employers mm. and society really. Mm. So let, let's talk a bit about, you know, the financial yeah. aspect or the financial impact on, on grief. on grief.
0: You're so right. That's a lot. Mm. You see, back in 2003, mm. um, the Grief Recovery Institute, um, they, they do groundbreaking work and yeah. they publish another report called the Grief Index. Mm. Um, as far as we know, this was the first time mm. any organization yeah. or body had come together to attempt to examine the financial impact. Grief has on loss, mm. um, uh, on business, yeah. uh, and today we're going to present some of this information. Yeah. It's been updated, and you know it's 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 relevant to UK statistics, okay. mm. along with some strategies that we're going to share that Mm. you can take and apply to your business. Mm. And so it will allow you as a listener to mitigate against this this cost. Yeah. Yeah. But before we go on, Mm. we already established in episode three that grief doesn't only occur as a result of debt. It could happen due to any loss of any
1: emotional kind. Yeah. You are so correct, Stella. Um, so like I said before, a common symptom, which is, Probably one of the highest and almost universal is the massive reduced ability to concentrate Mm. when you've gone through any emotional loss. Mm. So, for example, you've just gone through a divorce, Mm. Um, someone's died in your family, there is um, an impact Mm. on your ability to concentrates. Yeah. And if you translate that into a work setting, it is easy to see how this can have serious consequences. Yeah. So based on the report um, Stella mentioned earlier, we're going to discuss some figures.
0: Okay, let's look at that. Yeah.
1: So among management level personnel,s 85 of them Of management level decision makers rated that their decision making was very poor or poor in the weeks following a grief incident that affected them. So 85%. 85 Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Mm. 60% of those responding fair, poor, or very poor in their decision making indicated that some of their decisions did have a direct negative financial impact on their company. Wow. So wow. remember we're talking about management level now. Mm. Managers are the ones that make decisions, decisions, right? Yeah. Then a further 30% indicated that their decisions may have had a direct financial impact on their company. Mm. In other words, only 10% were confident <laughs> that this wow. des- that their decisions didn't impact their company's bottom line negatively. Wow. Wow, these are huge yeah. numbers. Yeah. Let's
0: let's discuss this for Yeah, them.
1: yeah, it is, yeah. and it just goes to show if no one's talking about these things mm. and not prioritizing helping grievers, yeah, the
0: mental, <laughs> mental, you know, welfare of grievers, yeah, it has then a far-reaching effect on does. the output and yeah, productivity of businesses yes. and business owners.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, another part of the report um, is around those who have supervisory level um access in their in their place of work.
0: Supervisors. Yeah. yeah. So
1: supervisors was some eighty percent of supervisors said that their interaction with those under them, so people they were supervising, were poor. (laughs) Mm. So imagine you um as a griever and you have support um subordinates and you know you are giving them grief at work, you are just Interacting poorly with them. Mm. And that affects their own output. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like a ripple a effect, ripple isn't effect. it? Yeah. And so they said, 80% said they were clear that their interactions with those under them were, was, were poor to fair in the weeks or months following a loss. Wow. 25% said that these interactions had direct negative financial consequences for the company. Wow. And 40% said these interactions may have hit the company's bottom line. Wow. Wow. Wow! <laughs> this is huge. This is huge. Mm.
0: Now, check this out. Among mm. those who work in um, physical jobs, yeah. um, a, st- a staggering 90% reported a much higher incidence in physical injuries wow. during, uh, um, due to reduced concentration yeah. following a grief incident. Hey. Imagine hey. how <laughs> 90%. 90%. Wow. And 50% of those reported injuries are serious enough yeah. to cost lost work time. Yeah.
1: Because think about it. If you are not concentrating, you are prone to more accidents. Yeah. So if you're working with, for example, mm, your, your heavy machinery down, or, yeah.
0: or things that are life, you know, threatening, threatening. you know, like the construction
1: workers. Yeah. Uh, so this, these are huge, oh, wow. scary numbers. Mm. And when we take these figures into account... Employers need to check whether their employment policies encourages people to walk too soon mm. after a major grief causing life incident, mm. which is costing more to their bottom line yeah. than allowing them more compassionate leave. Mm. So you might be saying, Oh, we need more people on the yeah, ground to need,
0: work. We don't have
1: enough but people. What is it costing you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: In will the it long cost run. you more? Yeah, in the long yeah. run,
1: will it cost you more to give them compassionate leave to mm. get their acts together and get help? Mm. Or get back into the workforce, mm, mm. and then ultimately the errors they are causing mm. is costing more to the bottom line. Now, it's uh, both Stella and I are in the UK, and I did some research around statutory bereavement leave. Mm-hmm. Do you know that there is no um, leave in place per se mm. for people who have suffered a bereavement? employees can take a reasonable and now reasonable can it really depends Mm. on your organization they can take a reasonable number of days off as time off for dependents Mm. but usually this time is just to sort out the um, funeral yeah but not necessarily time to grieve yeah you see what i'm saying so the good thing in the uk is that Parents actually have a two right weeks, to two weeks' yeah. leave. So parents do have that right. If they're an employee, employee, they get statutory parental bereavement leave, and then they get that pay as well. Wow. Right now, there's currently a petition for okay. spouse to get two weeks' leave as well, mm. um, if, they loo- if they lose spouse, a spouse. Yeah. And I we'll will add into the show notes where you can
0: Find the sign up to and,
1: that petition mm, because there is nothing in place. Yeah. Right now, it, it it really depends on your employ, employer. employer. If so they anything want can it. happen. Yeah, anything yeah. can happen. So at least, I mean, we know that two weeks is not enough. It's not enough. But it's something. It's a start, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a start. And I was talking to a friend who works in HR in Nigeria and he attested to the fact that bereavement leave... Is is something that organizations are not even looking at, mm. and that's one thing they need to begin to look at. It's sad.
0: It is really sad. It you is know? really sad. Mm. You know, there has to be a balance, though, because mm. the thing is, if you give your employee too many mm. days off, mm. you know, it might lead to them feeling lonely and mm. isolated. Mm. And you also have those who might also want to abuse the system exactly. as well. Yeah. You know, so if if employees do not feel like they've had enough time Mm. they might result to taking sick days sick leave being absent from work for a prolonged period you know so Employers need to sit down and and think about solid support systems that yes. they can put in place for when mm. employees return to work. Yeah. You know, I know in the NHS, you know, they send you to your occupational health okay. and good. you have regular um, appointments with them. That's and if good. you need counseling, they mm. can refer you. Yeah. If you need time off, mm-hmm. they sign you off. Yeah. They do phase return. Oh, well, that's good. So the NHS has a structure yeah. that doesn't rush you back Mm -hmm. to doing work and they kind of access what you're doing. So more um, employers need to adopt that. Yes,
1: definitely. We we need to take a leave from the NHS. And I so agree, you know, we need to put a balance in place. And I think for me as a grief recovery specialist, I'm passionate Mm. about working with corporates and businesses Mm. to support their bereaved staff. I mean, currently I I work with individuals now, Mm. but I think it will go a long way if grief recovery specialists can get into the workplace and help more individuals at that level, because we spend a number of our time at work. Yes. Do you see what I mean? So if companies can take this on board and ensure that they're not just helping the bereaved or someone who's gone through loss but also ensuring that staff including managers are well trained yes
0: to handle
1: and recognize signs yes signs you know, on what to say what, what not to, to say yeah you know because we've we've been talking on individual level now mm. but now we need to take it to the corporate yes and when managers supervisors are trained on how to to talk to someone who's going through loss yes it will go a long way. To go a long way. And when you're when you're trained on what not to say to a colleague that is grieving, mm. it, it would really help them. It yeah. will really help them. Even things like anniversaries and birthdays mm. can be we know can be yes. difficult for grievers. Yes. So sensitivity to this can only be achieved with good communication between managers and the person involved. Yes. Yes. You know so um so let's let's talk about stress in the workplace
0: sure that mm. you see in in 1967 mm. if i remember correctly um mm. dr holmes mm. and um dr Rehe, mm. you know created a diy stress test mm-hmm. now and it is known as the holmes rehe scale
1: okay
0: you might not have heard mm. <laughs> you might not have heard of it by this name, but if you've ever heard that the three most stressful things in life mm. are bereavement, divorce, mm. and moving house, mm. then ah. this was alluding to this work. I see, I yes, see. so okay. they've done really good work yeah. to kind of help people figure out what their stress levels yeah. are. Okay. Now they put a measurement on the whole range of um, various life events, mm-hmm. um, ranging from death of a spouse. True to getting a parking ticket. (laughs) You know, by adding up the scores of each live event you have experienced in the last year, Mm. you can predict the likelihood of a stress-related accident or illness. All the events they list as stress event, we would describe as
1: grief events. Wow. So So, again, mm -hmm. it goes to show that underlining stress yeah. can be related to grief yes hmm. yes yes so this means that most people that are experiencing stress at work are probably grieving yep. a loss of something
0: yeah yep wow yeah yeah
1: and so this also tells me that a lot of people are misdiagnosed so true and the root cause of stress mental illness and even the depression like we mentioned in episode three yeah is grieve. likely grief. yeah huh. We need. I feel like we need to loud it more. This yeah. grief topic. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. This grief topic. Okay. So now let's talk about the impact of loss on your dreams, goals, mm. aspirations as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. So ca- can you? I mean, I don't know if anyone in your support group has shared. Yeah. I've anything had, along this line? Yes, I've you? had
0: I've had a few women, you know, who have. Um, come to share about what to do Mm. to move from From this mm. place where they are feeling like they don't have the desire to do anything. Mm. Mm. You know, they don't want to focus on anything, but Mm. they need to because their livelihood depends on it. You know, I remember speaking to one who was a a, a, a fashion designer, Mm. you know, and she's got this pile of, uh, Mm. of, of, of uh, clothes that she needs to make Mm. because obviously, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. But she was in this place where yeah. she just didn't want to get out of bed, yeah. you know. And her livelihood depends exactly. on that. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's very common, mm. you know. And even if you are not self-employed mm. and you work for an organization, how you're, you're carrying about and dealing with your loss also affects how your colleagues yes. want to deal with you yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Want to And your concentration... I remember when I went back to work, mm. I mean, I used to be very teary. Mm. Like if somebody just asks me, how are you doing? I start crying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if somebody asks me, oh, um, <laughs> maybe someone who was on annual leave and comes back and sees me, oh, you were off. Ah, mm. uh, how was your off? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm crying. Mm. And it made my work colleagues very, yeah, very uncomfortable absolutely. around me. And especially when you have to work in teams. Yeah. You know one member of the team you don't know if you should say this mm. or say that it it was difficult and mm. i remember my boss pulling me aside and asking me you know stella do you need more time mm. off work and i said no i'm alone yeah, yeah. you know i don't need more time and she said okay maybe um just help yeah. don't do anything mm. don't be in a position where you're the one making you decisions know. Mm. yes because i work in the nhs exactly. this is you know patient facing mm. and so she's like okay just you know be mm. at the back and yeah. then but that was considerate, yes. that was kind, yes. you know, so it yes. does impact mm-hmm. us in many ways, many, ways. many, many mm. ways. Wow. I'm so blessed that
1: you had an understanding yeah. boss. Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, God placed me in that place mm-hmm. for that season. Yeah. And if I didn't have the help and support yeah. and if I wasn't in that town yes. at that time, I don't know. Honestly, mm. I don't know. But yeah. thank God.
1: I think for me to, um, like, like I mentioned, my creative brain just went mush, mm. and I took a low-paying job, a graduate paying job, which didn't involve too much brain in cells. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, no, this no, is no offense no to graduate, offense. but from the level I was coming at, you know, I was already reaching manager mm. role, level, so doing a graduate role was not, how do I put it, it was like child's play, mm. you know, just get in there and do do what you need to do type thing. But even at that, I'm thankful that I had a boss who understood where
0: were coming where from. Where I was coming from.
1: I didn't... I went in there not sharing... Because I didn't want that to be the image that they had. Oh, this woman that just lost the baby. Mm. So, I didn't share it with the team. But my boss knew. Wow. And he was always accommodating. Always willing to support. Wow. Um, always willing to... Anytime I was down, he would say, just go home. Just mm. go home. You know, he, wow. he... was. He was my angel. In fact, no, it was firstly... A lady but she left and when she left oh my god i started panicking thinking <laughs> my cover man. yeah no my cover is gone who's gonna be my angel oh, in this place wow. of work but thankfully you know the the, the person um that, who took over yeah was... who took over was even more much more because he was even more senior anyway mm. so he he was just an amazing guy um and now i mean i'm at a point where i'm now back to my um, business mm. i'm coaching again mm. um, and that's because i've healed yes i've allowed myself to go through that experience and recovery mm. and one sure way of knowing that you've recovered is when you now have a sense of Purpose. you you now find new meaning after, after your loss, your loss. Yes. and you're able to move forward mm. yes. and that's what that's the place we want you to get to as well i mean of of, of course take your time clarity yes of direction exactly you know and it's interesting that even in my work as a productivity coach when women come to me asking me to help them you know work on their goals because that's what i help women do moms particularly you have a goal you don't have clarity so i kind of guide you through all of that but when some women come and they begin to talk about their goals and like feel stuck and as part of the discovery pro- process i find that that there's something else going on mm. they're grieving something mm. else which they've clearly packed Ignored. to one side and they're like no Buried. i'm fine mm. i'm good but that 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 comes up mm. and then they now begin to re- recognize that oh my goodness this mm. is why i am stuck because i have not dealt with this loss mm. whether it was a divorce whether it was the death of someone, whether it was loss loss of of health, health, something. Loss of a dream. And then what I now, what we end up doing is we pack the whole goals (laughs) aside. aside. They now, they now opt to do grief recovery work. Mm. So that they are in a position to now achieve these big dreams and goals that they have. Yeah. And I would only have known this after obviously Mm. my experience. Yeah. So it's, it just goes to show that there's a great link Mm. between Mm. loss and your dreams, your aspiration, your sense of purpose, your sense of living. Yes. Yeah, there is. Mm.
0: You're so right. Mm. You're so right. Going through a loss or a heartbreak can be devastating. And if not dealt... Um, with properly it can impact your livelihood amongst many other things Mm. Uh, and we want to encourage anyone going through a loss to seek help you know the Bible says that the devil comes to steal kill and destroy Mm -hmm. and his whole aim is to stop you from living a full purposeful life You know, so next week we'll be talking extensively on mm. seeking help practically mm. after loss mm. and when you are grieving. Yeah.
1: So please make sure you tune in. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, so as we round off this episode, we really want to encourage you to prioritize your help. Because, mm. you know, we, we've, we've shared all those stats with you. We've shared how your loss can be impacting you, mm. be impacting your livelihood. So please prioritize your health. Find out, if you're an employ- employee, e- employee, find out from your em- employers what their policy is around bereavement or loss in general. Mm. Talk to your boss. Talk to your manager. Mm. Let them know. Because if, if they feel like you're fine, they will mm. treat you as you're, fine. as you're fine. But if you let them know, look, I am here. I want to be able to do my job, but I'm mm. struggling. Yeah. And I want to believe that, you know, whoever is your manager now would favor you, even if they are wicked, (laughs) Mm. just because you are there. And just because you're a child of God, or just because, you know, God loves you, they will favor you and help you through that process. Yes. So find out what you might, it might even be because of you, Mm. an employee, employer will change their policy. Yes. To, don't
0: be silent to
1: cater for the bereaved. So please don't be silent. Talk to your boss, talk to your employers, Speak to your GP, mm. but always, always, at the end of the day, always go back to God for strength, mm. okay? Let God be the source of your strength mm. in this season because you still have to work. Mm. You still have to do your job, and so you need strength to do that. So, Stella, I really would like you to just say prayer over our listeners who you know, are uh, listening, you're, you're, you're experiencing heartbreak, but you need strength to be able to do your job, you need strength to be able to do your business, so... Would
0: you do that for us? Yes, yes. Um, Before we pray, um, I want you to be reminded Mm. that healing is so possible. Yeah, You know, sometimes we're just so overwhelmed by the impact of our loss Mm. and that we feel, can we ever recover? Can we ever be productive again? But Detala here and myself are clear signs that you can still move, you can experience what it is that has happened and still live a joyful, productive, purposeful life. And we want to encourage you, Mm -hmm. you know, and I pray that God will strengthen you. Father, I lift every listener up before you who has experienced a heartbreak a loss that is impacting their productivity that has impaired their dreams and has stopped them literally stopped them in their tracks Lord I pray Oh God that you will give them the grace Oh God to stop and run to you for healing and that they will find the courage to take the steps and actions that will bring the healing. Amen. Let them know, oh God, that your thoughts for them are good and yes. not evil. Yes. Let them remember that you are a good God and you have a plan for their lives. Amen. Let them remember that your purpose for their lives, nothing can stop it. Yes, but that as they turn to you, they will receive strength, Amen. clarity, new insight, new skills. They will receive wisdom on how to launch out Amen. and be those men and women that you have destined them to amen. be, Lord, let them feel your love yes. right now yes, and let them receive encouragement in their spirits
1: amen. in the mighty name of jesus amen amen, wow. amen. that and was amen. such a powerful prayer thank you so much Stella thank you, thank you. And thank you for tuning in today yes. we we hope you found great value in this. Yes. We always enjoy reading from you. So please leave us a review mm. on the podcast app you're listening from. If you haven't rated us yet, come on, what are you waiting <laughs> for? Go do that.
0: Please. Okay. Do. Please, please rate do. us because
1: when you do that, it tells the podcast engine that, mm. ooh, people love this podcast. And then they show it to other people. They recommend the podcast to others. So please do that. And please share this episode with who you know needs to hear what we have to share today. Yes. And again, if you need help, if you need to um, engage in any grief recovery work or you just want to email us or you want to pray for us or something, (laughs) you can do that at hello at whenlifestops.org.
0: Yes, thank you guys so much. Mm -hmm. Till next time, we pray you find the grace to find new meaning to live after loss. Goodbye. Bye-bye. God bless you. God bless you.
1: Thank you for joining us. We hope you found great value in this episode.
0: Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, review and share. See you next week.